Alright, podcast on. Dog running out of the room. Video on. Kicking back in the shadows. <laughs> getting getting some fantasy football uh what do you call this? Instant messages. That's what you hear going off the little dingy ringy dingy. So Welcome along to Americana, the American way. I R, Big John. Find me on Gab, Gab, Twitter, and Getter. And I think Joe Rogan has started the exodus of people to Getter. Uh, find me on all those platforms at the real underscore Big John. As well as on Parlor at the Real Big John, all one word. Of course, of course, a horse is a horse. This is on Rumble, many podcast platforms, but the home base is Anchor.fm or the Anchor Podcast app. So, I'm going to fire up this flathead stogie that uh, the uh, cigar store guy uh, recommended to me. I realized they call it a flathead because this part's flat. I just figured that out. Uh, a lot of their cigars that I've smoked before are square shaped. We said this one is kind of between a, a full body and a medium body. And I, I like the cigars kind of fat roundish thick however you want to call it I've smoked their square shaped cigar and it's very good but it's very strong uh, he said this one they, they back off a little bit on the strength so we'll see how it goes that um, one thing uh, I will mention I this has been my trademark since I started these podcasts and videos um, you won't see me smoking these as often. Uh, yeah, new year, new me bullshit. But um, some things in my life have to change right now in order for me to grow. And I spoke with uh, the gym that I went to for you know eight, not eight or nine years. Uh, and of course, I worked out for ever since I was ten years old. Uh, but I, I got in touch with them today and they have like new lower prices. So it's pretty awesome. Uh, I'm going to be rejoining the gym. Even if the prices didn't get lowered, I have to join the gym. I've got to take off um, around 150 pounds. Um, or I'm just going to end up being one of those people with, uh, you know, health problems forever. I'm going to end up, you know, losing toes and feet and eyes and ears and noses and whatever the hell else you can amputate. Um, I have all my bodily parts and all my bodily functions right now at 45 years old, and I want to keep it that way. Um, I got a flying... Five years ago, uh, I took a stress test and passed with flying collars. I want to keep it that way. Um, now the 
at my worst, at my worst, is that the right, anyways, at my fattest, I weighed in a, a 460 point something pounds. During the lockdowns in the pandemic of 2020, I lost 60 pounds and I've maintained approximately 400 pounds, you know, give or take a few ups. And then last time I was at the doctor, I was down two or three pounds, which is a joke when you're around 400 pounds. But this year I, I've got to drop, I got to drop a buck 50 and it, you know, there's just no way, uh, no two ways about it. Uh, I got to quit the soda pop, pop, soda, whatever you call it. I call it pop. Uh, I've got to quit the cigars and get on the treadmill and the bicycle and the, the exercise machines and free weights again. So, any hootie hoo hoo, I'm going to fire this baby up. I'm going to play a sound bite of a heated exchange between Jack Murphy, who I keep trying to call Jack Plasobic. Jack Murphy, or as I, I, I started calling him today in my twisted little mind, Jack Ass Murphy. Uh, his real name's John Goldman. I don't know why. I don't know what he's hiding behind that name and that beard, but that's not what this whole podcast is going to be about. Uh, Another Raider screws the pooch at a critical time of the season. Tony Storm quits WWE. And Antonio Brown freaks out. Again, what a shock. So, then we'll... I'll talk a little bit about Jackass Murphy in a minute. 30 or 40 minutes. However long the rest of this shit takes. We've already been told that this show's been hard to get advertisers on. Yes. Get get out of town. (laughs) That is why the Super Chats mean a lot to us. They're the advertisers. supporting us. (laughs) Thank you. Because you guys are the advertisers. That's why we try to get through all of these and read all your comments. Even if you're trapping me. No, I want to read this one first, Adam, because I started it. I'm going to finish where I started. Anamorphosis says, Elijah, and I apologize for this in advance, Jack. uh, Ask Murphy about the article he wrote about literally cuckolding his wife. I wish I was joking. True Alpha. Wow. Wow, you went there with that. <laughs> uh, I have absolutely no comment on that other than to say that whatever people's perception is about that, it's 180 degrees wrong. And it has nothing to do with people think what, they, what they're thinking it to be today. Are we talking about sex right now? Do you know what cuckolding is? I totally thought it's they were It's where reading... you get a chicken and you hold it. And no, you love it. No, I just blanked and out for you, a second. you make more chickens. I just blanked out for a second. I'm, I'm so, I support you having chickens. We I don't kink shame. I like chickens. If you have a hen house, that's great. That's uh, you should. You should have your own eggs. Great. We don't kink shame. Great, great for protein. You are here does not kink shame. I want to bring that out that we do not kink shame. If you're like, if you don't want to have, if you hate women, don't want to have any sex at all, that's your lifestyle. Or if you're a nude model, that's your lifestyle. You can in fact be a new, you can be both at the same time. Or if you want to sleep with trans Elijah, you know yeah. Ellie Schaefer. Literally, if you want to breed. If you want to have sex okay. with my ankles, maybe <laughs> Kez might allow it. <laughs> Brian Schultz says Merry Christmas and happy first five minutes later it's true Brett and dad said unfortunately the proliferation of technology leads to authoritarian collectivism future looks gay Merry Christmas Sid and Jack and Elijah ja 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 
<laughs> Mr. Dick and Bowles says, hey, Jeff. <laughs> see, see, that's what she does. She does this. Like, she reads it like that's normal. Like, it's not even, she's not even saying, I'm not going to skip the name. She just goes, Mr. Dick and Bowles said. Could you please clear up the cuck article you wrote? I am not going to talk about Again? this. Okay. And basically, you know what? Fuck you. Me. For bringing this up right here and right now. Me. Why? Why are you doing this to me? I didn't know that. I didn't know what it was. Well, just use a little bit of fucking common sense. Sorry, apologies. Yeah. Fuck, uh, you, fuck you. Elizabeth. Heartfelt. Elizabeth uh, Harrison says, "Gonna uh, gonna miss the show, but have a good break." I H T A C. What's that? <coughs> <coughs> what? Nothing. I'm just guy. I literally was just coughing. It's just an inconvenient cough. Uh, no fuck says. Elijah Shaver, uh, inconvenient cough my ass. He was choking on his water. <laughs> but cigar tastes really good. It, it is closer to a full body. So, speaking of the Las Vegas Raiders, the Raiders. Uh, <laughs> th this, is cr this is crazy. You know, um... So Nate Hobbs of the Las Vegas Raiders, who was a fifth-round draft pick and has emerged as one of the top corners in the league as a rookie. I think he may have or may have been one of the other Raider rookie defensive backs. But I think he may have made the all-rookie all defensive team. The Raiders have a uh, defensive lineman a linebacker, and a defensive back on the all-rookie defensive team. Or on the rookie all You get what I'm saying. And this kid was uh, 22 years old, so I'm 45. I can call him a kid. Uh, he has the world at his feet. And I hope the Raiders give him a chance... There's part of me that hopes that he plays this Sunday because it's a critical game and they have to win to make the playoffs. But um, I hope they don't release them all together. And I hope he goes to rehab and, uh, what's that called, AA, uh, if he's got a problem. So let me read this article from the Las Vegas Sun. Metro Police arrested Raiders cornerback Nate Hobbs on a misdemeanor DUI count earlier today at a Las Vegas Strip casino. Raiders coach Ritz Basacha confirmed the, the rookie Hobbs had been involved in an incident after the team arrived home from the victory in Indianapolis but offered no details. I was watching the Rich Basaccia press conference and uh, <clears throat> Las Vegas being a few hours behind Ohio, uh, he did not have much detail at the time. <clears throat> it was <clears throat> two or three o'clock in the afternoon my time so it would have been three hours earlier in Las Vegas. Um, Metro said a 911 dispatcher received a call at 4.09 a.m. 
reporting a driver asleep in a vehicle parked on the exit ramp of a casino parking garage. Hobbs failed a field sobriety test before he was taken to the Clark County Detention Center. Metro Police Spokesman Officer Aiden Ocampa Gomez said Hobbs was processed following his arrest. Jail records did not reflect whether Hobbs was still in custody by this afternoon. Hobbs' attorneys, David Chesnoff and Richard Scofield, released a one-sentence statement questioning questioning whether the arrest qualified as a drunk driving as drunken driving they declined additional comment Uh, it says here Hobbs off the field incident was the latest uh, uh, for the Raiders that that's been a season full of them starting well it didn't start with the car crash of Henry Ruggs. It started with the John Gruden email scandal. Uh, how 10-year-old emails that are remotely offensive can get, well, the league forced him to resign. Let's put it that way. I won't say get you fired. But you had the John Gruden email scandal. Then you had Henry Ruggs crash his Corvette into a Toyota RAV4, the RAV4 RAV burst into flames and the woman inside burned to death. It's tra- tra- tragic, um, terrible. Uh, then you had cornerback Ar- Damon Arnett who was released after brandishing weapons and voicing death threats in a social media video. I have not seen that video, so I'm not going to comment too much. I see after the Henry Ruggs thing, an allegation came up from something that happened like a year ago where Arnett was in a car crash with, and there was a female in the car, and I guess the Henry Ruggs car crash inspired her to speak out about Damon Arnett but actually somebody told me a few weeks ago he got fired for flashing guns and saying a bunch of crazy stuff on social media I mean these are you know 20, 20, 22, 23 year old guys with millions of dollars That are throwing their lives away. You know, Arnett, he's just good enough that another team will pick him up. Though I don't think he really blossomed into the first round draft pick that the Raiders thought he would be. Henry Ruggs was also a first round pick the year of, uh, same year as Dave, Damon Arnett. He's never going to play football again. He's facing a few years in prison. Um, Nate Hobbs, I think, will get a second chance because 
it wasn't like he was involved in a crash. It sounds to me like he passed out. At first, I thought he was maybe pulled over into a parking lot and was trying to sleep it off. Uh, we'll see more details uh, as they become available on Nate Hobbs. But this is just, man, so much God-given talent, so much uh, upside, so much future gone to waste for these guys. And it's like you thought you know, some of the younger players in the NFL were learning from things that their predecessors did. Uh, a friend of mine warned me, you know, if moving to Las Vegas was a good idea because the Raiders have a, a history of being the bad boys of football. But they'd really become almost like choir boys when they had, you know, Khalil Mack, uh, David Carr, or Derek Carr, pardon me, David's his brother. When they got those guys, they were like the good boys, and the, the Steelers were the the bad boys. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Hopefully, uh, this young guy can turn his life around. He's got so much, so much potential to really be a star in the league, make a difference in the world, make a lot of money, and. You know, if this was one incident and one one night, one time, hopefully they give him a second chance. Uh, another player they drafted later in the draft with Arnett and uh, Ruggs, they cut loose. Uh, he was from he was from Youngstown, Ohio. Uh, but he went to the University of Kentucky and played four posi- three positions there, wide receiver, running back, and then when they ran out of quarterbacks, he was their quarterback. Um, and, of course, he threw everything away in that DUI crash that killed a woman a month or so ago. So, speaking of throwing things away, the World Wrestling Entertainment or the World Wrestling Federation, whatever you like to call it, is throwing away talent left, right, and center. This past weekend, weekend of uh, January 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 1st, 2nd, December 31st, whatever, uh, the young lady's name is Tony Storm. She's been in wrestling since she was in high school. She's from New Zealand, and she traveled up to uh, Great Britain or England and wrestled there on the independent scene. Uh, She wrestled in... That's me moving my table around. Uh, She wrestled in Japan, which is no easy place to wrestle. They take the sports side of wrestling very seriously if you can make it in Japan as a wrestler you are the top talent in the world and she made it there and she was known as an ass kicker Uh, she was in the United Kingdom version of NXT 
the WWE's developmental territory, and she kicked ass there. She first got into the WWE by winning their May Young Classic Women's Wrestling Tournament, and she was an ass kicker there. Then they bring her to SmackDown to much, much fanfare. That's the word I'm, I'm thinking of. And then you don't see her for weeks after the vignettes. Then you see her wrestle a match and win. Then you don't see her for a while. Then you see her in backstage segments getting hit on by Dolph Ziggler. Then you don't see her for a while. Then they put her into a world championship feud with Charlotte Flair, where she gets hit in the face with a pie twice. And this is why I think she quit, because they see how terrible WWE is at managing people's careers. And before they could destroy her career and reputation and then release her, I think she, she just said, screw it. I mean, she she wrestled a house, house show or a show that's not televised. Uh, in a six-woman tag team match. After that, she said, I quit the company. I want my release. I quit. She, with her own money, got on a plane and flew home, wherever that is. Not back to New Zealand, I don't think. Uh, But this creates issues for her other than wrestling because... I'm sure she's in the United States on a work visa, and she's now out of work. Now, the Japanese wrestling feds, New Japan in particular, would take her up in a heartbeat. We don't know if she has a 90-day note no able to strike a match clause. There we go. If I were her, and if I were Tony Khan in All Elite Wrestling, I would grab her up. And if I were her, I would show up on All Elite Wrestling as soon as possible. 90 day no compete clause or not. Okay, she should do it. She should test the WWE's contracted independent contractor rules because this is ridiculous what they're doing to people. Uh, There were two girls from Australia who they cut earlier this year and It screwed up their visa, and they had to go back to Australia, reapply for work visas in the United States. They had to wait 90 days to look for another employer, and they were snatched up quick by, um, by Impact Wrestling, which has one of the best women's divisions in wrestling right now. Uh, WWE would have the best if they knew what the hell they were doing behind the scenes. 
but John, oh, Johnny Ace and Nick Khan, who called Nick Khan, called me out on Twitter the other day because I asked him if uh, Roman Reigns was really sick, or if, or did Nick Khan and Johnny Ace fire him by accident? And Johnny Ace or Nick Khan t- replied to my tweet with uh, I forget what he said. Uh, how. He didn't say terrible. I think he said astounding or whatever. How awful. And I said I wasn't making fun of Roman Reigns, hence the hashtag get well soon Roman Reigns. I was making fun of Nick Khan and Johnny Ace for not knowing how to run a wrestling company. But anyhow. It says here Tony Storm left WWE feeling burned out Uh, to me burned out means you've been overworked but she hasn't been I mean she's probably had to go to a lot of wrestling shows and then sit backstage in the locker room or at catering and do nothing for the whole wrestling show and, and this is how WWE is using people right now. You had a, another woman wrestler, Ruby Riot, or now Ruby Soho. Um, for, her last name was something Lovelace in Ring of Honor Wrestling. And she was a great wrestler. New ring psychology, knew how to wrestle. Same as this girl, uh, Tony Storm, who's a real badass in uh, the world of wrestling, as, as badass as you can be at a sport that's predetermined. But they screwed it up. You know, they keep a few people at the tip top of the company on a pedestal, and then everybody else is third class. And it's like, what what happened to, you know, the 1980s and 90s when I would say, I'm going to watch, I'm going to the wrestling matches to see Jimmy Superfly Snuka, my favorite wrestler. Jimmy was, in the fans' mind, more popular than Hulk Hogan, believe it or not, at one time. But they pushed him down the card so that Hogan would... Because they want Hogan to be their top guy, period, point blank. Um, but, you know, I always said, you know, I'm going, I'm going to the matches. I want to see Jimmy Snuka tonight. I'm going to see Jimmy Snuka. And, you know, we went there and my mom's boyfriend bought me a Jimmy Snuka t-shirt. And I had my Jimmy Snuka doll with me. Uh, and I, I, want, I said I was going to get him to autograph it when he's coming down to the ring or something like that. And uh, anyhow, so in the 90s, you know, you would say, oh, yeah, Stone Cold's the champ. But, man, I want to see The Rock. I want to hear The Rock on the microphone. I want to see The Rock, you know, Um now it's like, yay, the ice capades are coming to town, uh, as Jim Cornette puts it, you know. 
you don't go to see your favorite wrestler or wrestlers you go to see the WWE and that's probably why ratings are low lower than they ever have been uh, attendance at live sh the TV shows and house shows is the lowest it's been because you're like well why am I going to WWE who do I want to see who Who's the wrestler that I just can't stand to not go see wrestle or perform? They had stars like that. They did the same thing with Rhea Ripley. She came up from the supposedly developmental territory to the main, quote-unquote, main card, even though the developmental ter territory was more popular than the main card and they put her in crappy storylines yeah they gave her the world championship really quick but they didn't build her up well then they had to give the championship over to Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch because they were established upper echelon wrestlers with the fans so, let's go on to someone who, who screws himself, Antonio Brown. Yesterday, during the NFL games, I was happy because Raiders won. Comeback car did it again. And okay, this book of matches are giving me sucks. Derek comeback car brought the Raiders down the field. They kick a field goal and win. I was happy. But what I see all over my Facebook feed is some guy running around the end zone with no shirt on. Then I find out it's Antonio Brown. No surprise there. <laughs> this guy, it, he has serious mental issues. And I don't know if it's coming from CTE, post-concussion syndrome, or what. Uh, people say that... Uh, after Vontez Perfect of the Bengals knocked him unconscious during a playoff game, that he hasn't been the same mentally. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, he was, a, if my memory's correct, he was an undrafted free agent or he was drafted in like the supplemental draft or something by the Steelers. And he worked his ass off. He came from, uh, I think it was Central Michigan University, uh, Mid-American Athletic Conference, small school. Nobody had really heard of him. And he worked hard to become a starter on the Steelers and turned into the best wide receiver in football for a few years. But... It seems to me he's always had problems. You know, the Steelers 
uh, say he was a crybaby complainer. We saw that um, early in his career when he was still earning his starting wide receiver position. He was a kick and punt returner and one of the best. He's never been anything but one of the best players in the NFL at whatever he did. Uh, but he tried to high hurdle, jump over a Browns player that was trying to tackle him low, and he ended up karate kicking the guy in the face and then running for a few more yards or maybe even for the touchdown. And even Steelers fans were like, this is unnecessary. That was uncalled for. He shouldn't have done that. And I'm like, that was freaking awesome. What are you talking about? You know, it didn't look like an intentional kick to me. It looked like... He was trying to jump over the guy and just didn't make the jump. And, you know, his foot landed in the guy's face mask. Uh, but then he's he's picked up by the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders gave away some, like, fourth-round draft picks or something to get him. And he comes into training camp in a hot air balloon. But then reports that he has frostbite feet. From uh, cry, put leaving his feet in this cryogenic chamber too long. Well, that turns out he did that on purpose. We think uh, so. He couldn't run for because of his frostbitten feet. He got over that. Then he couldn't find a helmet. The NFL got all new helmets. There were like a hundred variations of these new concussion-proof helmets for the players. He couldn't find one that fit him. He wanted his old helmet from the Steelers, and he wanted it painted silver. Finally, after trying on hundreds of helmets, they found one that was suitable to him. Well, then he got into a, 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 yell, a shouting match uh, and tried to physically go after the general manager, Mike Mayock. That was the final straw. So he didn't even make it out of Raiders training camp. And the Raiders welcome him with wide open arms. They, you know, Derek Carr had him out, you know, practicing by themselves, pick, playing pitch and catch and all this stuff. And then he just had a meltdown and left the team. He played one season with the Patriots. Then... He, he pissed them off, and he ends up in Tampa Bay and helps them win a Super Bowl. Now he's having some kind of arguments or disagreements with, you know, teammates and this and that. He's quoting rappers on Twitter and Facebook and posting, you know, pictures of himself. Um, it's just like, what is this dude's mental malfunction? You know, he had in between the Raiders and the Bucket. Was it? I don't know. After he left the Raiders, there was some kind of domestic disturbance where the police had to be called, and he had to be calmed down and leave his baby's mama's house. It's just one thing after another, and the poor guy's obviously got uh, mental illness problems. And I hope he gets treatment and help before he you know, does something he regrets or does something we all regret. I don't know. It's just almost scary 
and it seems like it may end tragically. It's really, really sad, the state that Antonio Brown's mind must be in, from the way he acts to, you know, yeah, just the way he acts, um, on off the field, on social media, you know, every which way, way, which and form, so... Let me see if I can dig into this Jackass Murphy situation. I've been trying not to talk about it, but he just annoys me so much that I, I want to say something. So let's listen to this again to refresh your recollection. We've already been told that this show's been hard to get advertisers on. Yes. Get, That's out, why, get out of town. <laughs> that is why the super chats mean a lot to us. <laughs> They're the advertisers. Supporting us. <laughs> Thank you. Because you guys are the advertisers. That's why we try to get through all of these and read all your all comments. Right, I got a few Even more. if you're trapping me. No, I want to read this one first, Adam, because I started it. I'm going to finish where I started. Anamorphosis says, Elijah, and I'm, I apologize for this in advance, Jack. Uh, oh, Ask Murphy about the article he wrote about literally cuckolding his wife. I wish I was joking. True Alpha. Wow. True. Wow, you went there with that. <laughs> uh, I have absolutely no comment on that other than to say that whatever people's perception is about that, it's 180 degrees wrong. And it has nothing to do with people think what, they, what they're thinking it to be today. Are we talking about sex right now? Do you know what cuckolding is? I totally thought it's they were It's where reading... you get a chicken and you hold it and no, you love it. No, I just blanked and out for you, a second. you make more chickens. I just blanked out for a second. I'm, I'm so, I support you having chickens. We I don't kink chickens. shame. I like chickens. If you have a hen house, that's great. That's uh, you should. You should have your own eggs. Great. We don't kink great, shame. Great for protein. You are here does not kink shame. I want to bring that out that we do not kink shame. If you're like, if you don't want to have, if you hate women, don't want to have any sex at all, that's your lifestyle. Or if you're a nude model, that's your lifestyle. You can in fact be a new, you can be both at the same time. Or if you want to sleep with trans Elijah, you know yeah. Ellie Schaefer. Literally. If you want to breed. If him, you want to have sex okay. with my ankles, maybe <laughs> Kez might allow it. <laughs> Brian Schultz says Merry Christmas and Happy Fair The name of the podcast that they're on is called uh, You Are Here uh, and it's with uh, Sidney Watson and uh, Elijah Schaefer It's true Brett and Dad said unfortunately the proliferation of technology leads to authoritarian collectivism future looks gay Merry Christmas, Sid and Jack, and Eli, ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja. <laughs> Mr. Dick and Bowles says, hey, Jack. <laughs> See, that's what she does. She does this. Like, she reads it like that's normal. Like, it's not even, she's not even just like, I'm not going to skip the name. She just goes, Mr. Dick and Bowles said. Could you please clear up the cuck article you wrote? I am not going to talk about Again? this. Okay. And basically, you know what? Fuck you. Me? For bringing this up right here and right now. Me? Why? Why are you doing this to me? I didn't know that. I didn't know what it was. Well, just use a little bit of fucking common sense. Sorry, apologies. Yeah. Fuck, uh, you, fuck you. Elizabeth. Heartfelt. Elizabeth uh, Harrison says, "Gonna uh, gonna miss the show, but have a good break." So, this Jack Murphy guy. His real name is John Goldman. And. I don't understand why he went from John Goldman, which is a perfectly good name, to Jack Murphy. Um, 
I, I don't get that. Why, why go to a fake name or a stage name? I mean, John Goldman's a good name. It's. I know Jack used to be a nickname for guys named John. Uh, I learned, you know, they used to call John Kennedy Jack. Uh, one time, somebody tried to call me Jack uh, after our teacher taught us that. <clears throat> Jack was a nickname for guys named John, and I said, don't ever call me Jack again. Um, <laughs> but that's weird to me. And I've seen this Jack Murphy guy on um, on uh, Tim Pool's podcast or YouTube uh Tim Pool's YouTube show, and he always came off to me as a creep, and I couldn't figure out what kind of expert he was or what his thing was that Tim Pool was having him on TimCast IRL. But uh, nonetheless, he was on there, and I guess his stick is he. He's a man's man, or he's, he teaches guy. You can join this club of his online and learn to be a real man. And <clears throat> recently, one of the members of his group uh, went on a shooting spree in Denver. That, I do not blame Jack Murphy or John Goldman or whatever his name is for this. But nonetheless, so here's an article John Goldman, aka Jack Murphy, was. Viciously liabled by Lacey McCauley and Antifa. He decided to fight back, and this is his story. And this comes from JackMurphyLive.com. I guess that's his website. I'm afraid to click on this website, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, there he is. So, John Goldman, Jack Murphy, and the fight against Antifa. He, he's asking for donations to his legal defense fund. Uh, this goes back to February 1st, 2018. And then he updated it December 8th, 2018. But this is his fight against uh, Antifa. So he must have got into a fight with some Antifa people and beat somebody up and is being sued. Uh, again, he's in a fight with a woman, though. Uh, he says here, her goal, semicolon, to murder my reputation and publicly shame me and end my career. Uh, 
When my employer found out, they immediately put me on administrative leave and launched an investigation. Within hours, Lacey's lies spread across the internet into the real world. I'm not going to go. It happened in Washington, D.C. Uh, he says here in the article, my real name is John Goldman. Uh, you can, I'll, I'll let you look him up for yourselves and see what you think. His Twitter handle is Jack Murphy Live. Um, he wrote a book called Democrat to Deplorable. I don't know. He's got this weird beard thing going on, which to me is another, like he's hiding behind something. But, okay, it's down to like here. That's not the weird part. But it's clear that he dyes his beard or colors his beard because the sides are white and then the mustache and the middle section are black or dark brown. I don't get that. But, you know, to each their own. I mean, have your own fashion sense. I'm not here to judge that. Um, now, there have been rumors that he's done some uh, pornographic work where he puts sex toys in his own body cavity. Uh, rumors have it. I cannot I will not confirm or deny because I will not watch that for myself and try to decipher if that's really him or not. Uh, there's a YouTube channel called The Quartering. Uh, he's got trying to get the, um, the channel off kicked off of YouTube. He's trying to... I think he tried and succeeded to get them off of Twitter or at least suspended for a little while for what they posted about him. Uh, but it, it's kind of strange. So he had this incident with Lucy someone and Antifa. Now he's had another incident with Sidney Watson, who's a gorgeous woman, might I add. Uh, I've never heard anyone say anything bad about her. I enjoy 9.9 .9 out of 10 of her videos on YouTube. Uh, she's Australian, but she moved to the United States for freedom. I like that. I like it when people from other countries come to the United States. But the thing that is going unmentioned... Okay, Sydney prefaced that initial question with Jack, I'm sorry about this. And then she she said she read they read all of their super chats. Even the ones that attack her and Elijah Schaefer, they read aloud because that's where their uh, show makes its money. Then the question came up a second time. He said he, initially you hear him say, you know, I'm not going to talk about that. Whatever people think, it's 180 degrees the opposite, right? That's what he said. Then she asked the, the basically same question again. And 
he and other people question, well, after he said that, you know, I don't want to talk about that the first time, why did she bring it up? And he says on the Tim Pool IRL that he established boundaries before the interview. Well, no, he didn't, according to Sydney and Elijah. Now, you could say after she asked him the question the first time, he established boundaries. But it, his thing is he preaches masculinity, being a real man, man's man, man, masculinity. Be proud to be masculine. That's his thing. And you can join some uh, chat room of his where for a hundred bucks a month or a one-time payment of almost four thousand dollars I think it's like three thousand nine hundred ninety nine or something stupid he, he'll teach you how to be masculine to me being masculine is not attacking women this cuck thing uh, I don't get it I'm a I'm a I'm a hey look my uh counselor my psychiatrist say I'm a guy's guy I smoke cigars I have an occasional mixed drink which I haven't drank in like four or five years but uh, I wish I did I'm gonna get off my I'm trying to get off some of my medication this year so I can start drinking again next year <laughs> but uh, you know I'll have a beer with the guys um, but I'm a I'm a guy that you're, I'm your guy, you're my woman. This dude, Jack Murphy or John Goldman, whatever he wants to be called today, has wrote an article about sending his girlfriend off to have sexual intercourse with some guy from Craigslist, the Mecca of Creepiness Craigslist. And then from what other people, what I'm just going with by what other reports have said. Uh, in his article, he says he knows that their sex will be so much better when she gets back and tells him about the sex she had with this other guy. Uh, again, I don't understand this cucking thing. From what I get, your girlfriend or wife goes out and has sex with another dude and then comes back and tells you how much better at sex the other dude was to somehow motivate you to be better at sex? I don't understand that. I like a little pillow talk after making love to, you know, hey, was, was this good for you? Did you enjoy that? You know, you know, I'll, you know, but... Sending your wife or girlfriend out to have sex with other dudes, or I guess sometimes in cucking guys watch while their girlfriend or wife is having sex with other dudes. And uh, anyhow, uh, Jack is in his 40s like me, and he goes after women half his age, which there's nothing wrong with that if you're going to treat them right. But I guess in some of these articles, he's purely talking about a physical relationship and how tight their various orifices are. 
and I'm not just talking about the normal sexual areas, uh, the one in the back where most women don't like you to put it. Uh, so, but from the first times I saw Jack Murphy on Tim Cast IRL, this dude's just giving me the creeps. I'm like, there's just something not right with this guy. Why is he famous? Why is someone like Tim Pool, who's got a huge following on social media and YouTube and is making his own website with all sorts of uh, things from news to entertainment, uh, why is Tim Pool letting this guy on his show? Uh, one night... Jack Murphy was on there and I'm like oh Tim must feel sorry for him and be trying to give him a bump because Jack was saying yes my YouTube subscribers got up to 50,000 now it feels real yay you know I didn't know he had done all these other things previously like write a book and obviously it wasn't a big seller a big you know big time book I didn't know he wrote internet articles or probably, it was probably a blog more than an article. Um, but he's just a creepy dude. And then you get into, you know, the, the, the pornography thing, alleged pornography that he did. Um, and this cucking stuff and the way he talks about women, it seems like he's covering up a shit ton of insecurity to me. Like, this dude's got a major mental malfunction, and he's covering up things to uh, try and hide something. I don't know. It's just, maybe I've watched too much on it, trying to get to the bottom of it, because it piqued my curiosity. But anyways, so God bless you guys. Sorry we ended on such a weird story, but that was the big finale. Um, I wish Tony Storm the best in her future endeavors. Uh, I hope and pray that her and, and Nate Hobbs uh, get their lives together, whatever they are. Um, I pray that Antonio Brown gets a good psychiatrist and gets on some meds. Because it sounds like he needs them. I'll even pray for John Goldman that he finds his true identity and that he really does read the Bible like he says he does and he's not just saying that to have another gimmick or route of making money. So, uh, anyways, God bless you guys. This has been Americana, The American Way with Big John. I'll talk at y'all later. Thanks for watching and listening.